Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samalet64 and welcome to the Robocast and welcome to something a little bit different to what the uh, norm is. Uh, you may have heard us mention a few times over the course of this season that we've uh, spoken about Battlebots Bingo, which is a, uh, a little game that myself, uh, Mr. Psycho, uh, were both invited to by the Spinnerproof podcast. Um, in fact, we're joined by Ryan of the Spinnerproof podcast today. Uh, hello. Hello, I'm different from the norm. You are different from the norm and it's your first time here. Welcome. It is, yeah. I'm very <laughs> pleased to be here. Thank you. I'm glad to have you on. And uh, we've, we've managed to wrangle Mike out of bed uh, fairly early this morning because <laughs> we were recording it kind of in the middle of the day. How are you doing, Mike? Uh, I'm tired and I don't remember where I woke up, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's, en- that's encouraging. <laughs> anyway. You know um, that situation where you wake up and your brain is only half functioning and oh, you yes. don't even know who you are? Constantly. Yeah. Nice. It's, 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 a, it's a great feeling, obviously, as we... Uh, as you, as you say. But um, we're here to discuss uh, kind of our first update of the season for BattleBots Bingo. Um, I don't know how many we're going to do over the course of the season, but uh, we, I figured, you know, four episodes have gone by, quite a few fights have happened at this point. It'd be nice to kind of check in and see where the scorecards are up to this point. Um, obviously, there's three to go through, but we'll, uh, we'll sift through them as and where I can, because uh, there's, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, so much has happened. That, oh, I did not expect us to have this many things looking at being ticked off. Already, I know. It's cr- it's ridiculous. Um, now, as it's uh, Spinnerproof's concept, obviously you can find the Spinnerproof podcast, which this uh, was all included in, in the description below or in the um, information on Spotify and iTunes, I think, somewhere. There'll be about. Um, but you'll, you'll, be able, you'll be able to catch that episode there. Um, we'll start with you, Ryan. We'll start with your card, I think, is uh, probably the best place to start. So uh, yes, so go on, take us away. Do we want to just go through the ones that we think are ticked off, and we'll check that we all agree? Yes. So, uh, well, take take us away. So the first one I want to look at, and this is going to be a controversial one, is not a robot, which was a competitor cries on camera, and I want to know if you're willing to accept Will what? Bales's eye wiping as a competitor crying. I would be more than happy to accept that. Mike? Can I just say that Will Bales is not the first person I would have expected to be crying on camera? It, it's kind of strange, isn't it? Like the it, Obviously, the outpouring of emotion was huge uh, with with Will in, uh, in this segment. And it's it's interesting that it wasn't like tears of sadness or tears of joy. It was just kind of like, like emotion. It was just raw emotion rather than anything else. I, I found that quite interesting, but I, I would certainly count it as a point. I remember back in my days at uni, I had a housemate who always spoke about a concept they called happy sad, which is apparently the hardest emotion in the world to deal with. And that seems like what Will Bales had happening there. Yeah. He was really happy that things had gone how he wanted, but there was just that tinge of sadness of, oh, I've given up so much. Yeah. And I am so, so glad, not just from a bingo point of view, I'm so glad that they did show that. Especially because Will is kind of the happy-go-lucky fun guy of BattleBots. Yeah, like no, normally he's just so energetic and he's so pumped, full of you know adrenaline. It's just it's it's very interesting to see to not see that, you know. Hmm. And even though I'm someone that gets a bit annoyed at human drama on TV, I really hope that that segment maybe did something to the brains of the people who just immediately jump on a robot and go, "Oh, that's terrible! I hate it." Yeah, I hope it just uh... tweaks something in their brain that maybe they should be a little more empathetic. 
yeah, you have to think these guys are you know spending tens of thousands of dollars and pounds and whatever else you know currencies. You know they they spend a lot of money on these machines. It's not just you know a simple you know pop down the shop and replace something. It's it's specialized parts and things, and it's it's just you can, yeah, it's it's a big commitment. Let's say that much. Yeah, and it's their time as well. As yeah. he says, it's the time you're not spending with your friends. It's yeah. the time you're not spending doing other things. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, certainly something. That it's, uh, I'm I'm more than happy to accept not a robot as a point. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Will Bales, for your <laughs> and for the point. Yeah, um, I, I think you've got you've actually got another one right after this, actually, haven't you? Which is um, I've, I've shown the Gabigo card as uh, as we're going through this. I've, I've put a big tick on it. There it is. Remember to, edit, oh. remember to edit that in post. <laughs> that felt good. Yeah. Just from a distance. That yeah, that was, that, was, that was slick. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, next up, uh, I'd, I'd say don't breathe. Was, has there been a lipo fire? See, I'm, this I'm is pretty confident double. there's been a lipo fire. There was a lot of fire in, uh, was it episode two or episode three? Because obviously, I think the one that comes to mind for me is um, is it Black Dragon? Was, yeah, I'm fairly confident that Black Dragon's fire was a lipo fire. Because I know, I know it was partly due to the the um, the flamethrower system being a bit damaged, but I, I I don't know. I mean, if nothing else, there was another battery just sat on the floor smoking heavily during that fight. Yeah. So something had to be a lipo fire somewhere. Yeah. I yeah, know. and then Texas Twister had an internal fire and. Witch Doctor had an internal, or a, that became an external fire. Uh, there was a lot of fire in that episode. Surely there was a lipo involved in part of it. I think as well. What uh, I think did Blacksmith have a bit of fire as well when they fought Quantum? Uh, that was their whole receiver package. I believe. Oh, was it? Oh, so, oh, so it wasn't. It wasn't their. Uh, oh, so it was their. Um, their speed controller. Then it wasn't their. Wasn't their lipo. It yeah, was their receiver so. and other associated oh, okay. parts that. Okay. Quantum just managed to basically go straight through the middle of Yeah, yeah, which was amazing to watch. But, you know, they still cheated for that win by holding on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yeah. God, you know, let's, let's, let's reel them comments in. Let's go. <laughs> Hang on, we haven't gotten to my card yet. Let's not do oh, that. True, true. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, man, I don't even want to talk about that. That's going to that's be interesting. Anyway. Anyway. So with this one, I think... We can quite safely say that there have been lipo fires. Yeah, I think so. But if we wanted to wait until we see one that is much more definite and clear that we can point to and go, that was the one, I would also be fine with that because I'm very confident this is getting ticked off at some point. Is this half a point again? <laughs> well, the thing is, we have it twice on the card. You do. You do have it twice. Okay, so you get one but not the other right now. <laughs> you have to have two different lipo fires. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, is, is that is that a fair um, fair compromise? I think we'll we'll accept one for now, as it's it, it's fairly certain there's going to be there's been one already, but it's not a hundred percent certain. But when the certain one happens, sure, why not? Yeah, I'm I'm willing to go with that. It's completely stupid, but I'm doing it. <laughs> nice. I mean, it sums up this whole concept. Yeah, so. it, it, it's it's so that you actually you're you're halfway to a line. How do you feel? I feel so good. <laughs> we are running away with this at the moment. Uh, I will say, there isn't a single line that I think will actually happen. But certainly, if it comes down to numbers at the end, I'm feeling very positive. Yeah. 
But you have, you have one in the next line as well. Um, why don't you talk us through that one? Uh, mean Machines. Yeah. So Nelly the Yellowbot versus Rainbow in a 1v1. I did not expect this to happen. It's, it's interesting that, you know, two, you know, teams that... Um, as well, had had the uh, the funding issues as well. They, they both had crowdfunding pages, which I found kind of interesting. But yeah, although they only mentioned one of them, I know they both had it. <laughs> what you know, obviously, they, they, I think Battlebots plugged both of them as well, which is strange. So surely they must have known. I don't know. It's a strange one all round. They said a lot of stuff that didn't make sense during that fight. Yeah, it's a it was it was a wild ride. It was, and some gourmet destruction. Yes, seeing Nelly's face come off. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you both, well, I'm assuming you've both seen um, Stephen's uh, Drop Zone video where he, he, he tells about uh, Sarah predicting the future, <laughs> smacking herself in the eye <laughs> at the start. That was amazing. Oh. I have to say that that fight was my favourite fight from that whole session while I was at filming. Oh, no way. Yes, absolutely, because I did not expect Nelly to work as well as it did for being a rushed, crowdfunded project. Yeah. And the fact that it took the beating that it did from Rainbow and kept coming back for more, I was really impressed. And then there was the fact that it looked like a hollowed-out elephant skull by the end. Oh, that was, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen the, the uh, picture online as well of, of like, the, the mess that it was afterwards. It's just glorious. It's, it's so much carnage caused by uh, Rainbow. It's wonderful to see. So this actually brings up kind of an interesting uh, conundrum that I had when I was making my predictions, and that was that I had seen four sessions of filming and I could not think of anything to predict that I had not already seen. Yeah. So I kind of went the route of splitting them into kind of different ideas. I had some that it's like, okay, a lipo fire is definitely going to happen. I'm just going to predict that. But, like, Nelly versus Rainbow, nobody's ever going to expect that, and I know that's going to happen, so that's a give-me that I can give them that nobody will know is a gimme. Yeah, like, it, you know, it was clever to, like, kind of think, okay, you, you, some of the things you've seen but people aren't going to believe. Yeah, exactly. And then there's some things that I'm like, okay, I'm going to say, I saw this thing happen, I'm going to say it did not happen mm. as a prediction, and I'm going to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... Yeah, like I had, I actually had trouble coming up with uh, predictions that I had not already seen. So this was obviously one of them because I was at filming for this fight. Sure, uh, I, th I think we can count the next one as well for that one, surely. <laughs> uh, which is ducks do fly. Um, I, I think can we count the cobalt fight? I, I'm fairly sure we can. I mean, See, this how just high... comes down to how high it is. How I was going to say high? how much of duck has to go high because <laughs> does only the bill count. I mean, I, I think it was fairly high off the ground anyway. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was a, a fairly solid hit that Cobalt was giving it. You know, I, I, I'd be, I, I would be claiming this. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, Duck was probably about eight or ten feet off of the floor on some of those hits. It was ridiculous. Yeah, for me, there's two key hits, which is, I think, the second big one where Duck has got the sort of tip of the hammer part stuck in the kill saws. And Cobalt really gets to line that one up. And then there's the very last hit where it's just the body before Cobalt goes and has a nap. <laughs> Those were both incredible hits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I mean, so, it, it was an incredible fight, really, in general, but... What's kind of funny about this fight was I was sitting front row behind the judges for this. And because the whole arena is kind of elevated, you 
have trouble seeing over the uh, the spike walls. Yeah. And I had the judges table ahead of us, so we could not see the arena floor at all. And Duck is kind of a really short robot. So throughout the fight, we could just see the top of Cobalt's blade and like occasionally <laughs> see Duck running around. <laughs> and then just we ended up seeing 50% of the fight anyway because Duck was above our heads the whole time. Yeah, um, it... that sounds a lot like being in the Bogglebots pits, <laughs> because we had a sort of static camera feed on a projector of the arena, but it kind of cut out two corners, and there was one fight where all we saw was an empty arena, and then suddenly a robot just fly across. <laughs> oh dearie me! Yeah, it, it, I, I, it, yeah, I'd, I'd be counting that one. The fact that you know Duck was in the air for most of the fight anyway is one thing, but like. It was it was a good, you know, few feet in the air, and I, I'd certainly be claiming it if I was you, uh, Ryan. I don't know about you, how you feel about it. I mean, I was expecting a fight, so this has gone very well. <laughs> I really thought we'd have a proper argument about how high was high. Nah, uh, it doesn't count unless it hits the ceiling. Oh yeah. wait, the bill hit the ceiling, so never mind. Yeah, part of it hit the ceiling, so it, sure it counts. <laughs> uh, already... That does leave us with one potential argument, though. Well, yes, we'll... Uh... Which is our final one of Very Punny Farouk. Yes. Because we've had lots of jokes. I don't know if there's anything I would specifically point to as a pun that I can sort of call to mind now. I'm trying to think through, through all the interest. There's been, a, oh, there's been so many. I'm trying to think. There was one, and I don't remember what it was, but there was one, I think, in the the fourth episode that Farouk just like very blatantly said it was a pun or something. I mean, I don't I'm remember sure what it happened. was though. Yeah, Sam, you need to get Anderson on this. I do, I do. He's busy. He's at work. I can't. I can't disturb him. He's, he's busy. <laughs> um, do we let the comments decide? I think if the comments can give us one top-notch pun that's happened so far, we'll count it. Okay, comments and. You know, and you know, general email is to spit a proof. I know you're out there. Uh, <laughs> to be clear, we've never given out our email address, and we never will. <laughs> no, what you're about? It's uh, it's spit a proof at hotmail dot com. Obviously. <laughs> um, Fine. Comment on our Bebo page. <laughs> not the not the damn Bebo page again. <laughs> um, anyway, if if any of you think that Farouk has made a putty intro, or if it's just jokes, then. We'll leave a. Po- I tell you what, we'll leave a poll. How about that? That's a. Yeah, yeah. Oh, finally, an advantage of being a podcast on YouTube. Hell yeah! I can put that in the corner. Um, I think that's fair enough. So that gives you currently one, two, three, four, f- maybe five points so far. But a lot of yours are potentially late game, uh, or late tournament, uh, tiles, Ryan. Yeah, we've now got a bit of a lull coming up by the looks of it. Yeah. So we are going to have to wait. There's a, there's some potential on apologies to Craig Danby. Yeah. Well, we're not going to see that. We're not going to see that this week because uh, there's no science channel show this week. Ah, oh, that's going to be so frustrating for the rest of this half of the season. <laughs> I know. It's just ah, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame. I'm going to say, though, I'm going to be bold and say that I think there is just as much chance that that fight has gone to the Science Channel because Death Roll didn't work as there is that it's gone there because Foxtrot didn't work. 
Well, they it, took a hell of a beating did, in their yeah. first fight. There's it's, every chance they're going to come out and conk out immediately. Yeah, you know, one touch from Foxtrot and you know it just stops. It, it, it could happen. We'll see. So I was about to say that I have seen that fight, but because of the judges' table and how short Foxtrot is, I didn't actually see the fight. <laughs> <laughs> so we know Foxtrot's not going to fly like Duck did, at least. But so we'll we'll have to see how uh, how that fight. Well, if out. it did, it wouldn't have been on Science Channel. True. True enough. Um, any further thoughts on uh, Ryan's card? I mean, obviously, some of them are just fight predictions which haven't happened yet, like, you know, uh, Hypershock and Whiplash, uh, Endgame beating Tombstone, and uh, Shredderator and Rainbow hasn't happened yet either. Uh, and, and like I say, a lot, a lot of those are, are going to be like late game, late tournament uh, tiles to get, so it's not going to be... We're going to see those for a while. <laughs> We've kind of picked our low-hanging fruit now. Yes. The Lipo fire was a very easy one. The Farouk one is going to be a very easy one, I'm sure. Thanks, commenters, you know, yeah. preemptively. Yeah, yeah. Or, or alternatively, what a shame. <laughs> Didn't get the point there. We'll find a way. The, the moment we have an update on our channel, that'll be when it's done. Uh, yeah, now we've got to put in the hard yards. It's going to get tougher from here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should we come to my mess of a card then? Seeing as, seeing as though we're here. Because if, if we look here, all these yellow tiles that you see on your screen now, they're all from Mike. And Mike has... You're welcome. Mike has finished me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Where do I begin? <laughs> um, controversy, controversy, controversy. Oh, fine. <laughs> We'll start with the best laid traps, which is arena damage to size of fights, which we saw with Cobalt and Duck. Um, I actually had a, a message from Dave Moll today uh, speaking about this. We, um, I have to say thank you very much to him. We had Hal Rucker on the podcast on um, on Monday or Tuesday, whenever I recorded it Monday. And basically, it, it was he suggested it was a, it was a, a potential chance that cobalt dive when it hit the floor but he did just clarify that you know, it was just pinned in the air and the wheels were off the ground so thank you for giving me that point dave i suppose that's uh thank you to him for, for giving me that one otherwise it would have been the, a no thank you i feel like out of respect for hal we should keep it as a question mark you know <laughs> <laughs> half a point you uh, can't give me half a point for that, that that's it's a it's a full point surely it Fine. Thank you. Have it. I, I, I need all the help I can get. I need all the help I can get. Um, uh, I think that's pretty much ended that debate, considering one of the teams actually contacted us and, and just clarified that as well, which is great. No grey areas there. Um, See, the rest of these, the issue is they're like things that you have to pay attention to in the episode, and yeah. they don't count unless Sam notices them. So yeah. I, like, I can't I'll... be like, hey, I saw this. So, the next one we're going to come to is ad break, and the ad break is uh, the one I'm going to suggest is the first fight, which we def uh, there was a definite edit between um, between blacksmith and quantum uh, in the very first episode. Now, it has to say it's acknowledged rather than edited out, so I'm, I, I'm assuming that means I don't get the point right. <laughs> Yeah, sadly, bad editing doesn't count as it being acknowledged. Aww. If it did, you'd get it every time there's a stoppage. Yeah, this is true. That's that's sad. 
damn. Battlebots, why? Is, Discovery, why? <laughs> had they continued the fight after the second stoppage, you would have got this one. I know. Because they actually showed us that it happened. <sighs> that's, that's sad, because I, I know um, Yeti and Bite Force got stuck together too, and they had to separate those. They got stuck together twice and had to be separated. Ugh. Why? <laughs> Discovery, why? They've it's really... the magic of television. It really is. They've finished me on a, on a real level. I mean, Mike finished me as well with just giving me half of these garbage picks, but this isn't one of his. This isn't one of his. It's one of yours, Ryan. That's just dis disgraceful. I mean, I really thought that they were going to be honest with us this season because I had the extra runtime. I genuinely believe that this one would happen, but so far it's not looking good. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling that this could be one that proves very elusive for me. They've gone you as know, far as acknowledging that robots do get stuck together. I don't think they're going to take that next step now. Not so me. I'm sorry. Not me. Yeah, I think it comes down entirely to how you, you guys worded this one. Because like they did acknowledge robots got stuck together, but they didn't restart the fight afterwards. Yeah, this is true. So there you go. I don't get the uh, ad break point. Which is a shame, but we'll, uh, we will, we'll press on to one that I did get. And that's Hide and Psych. <laughs> Which is, uh, Mike here was actually spotted in the crowd multiple times and it's been plastered all over the internet. And I saw him at the start of episode four, I think it was as well. So, oh my goodness. Episode four, my phone has been blowing up since Friday. You were there every, you were everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was like 10 different times that they, they got me in a crowd shot. And I have a, like I said, I was going to give a shout out to everybody that sends me a screenshot. I have a list of like 45 people I need to shout out now. Oh, God damn. That's a... I did not think that one through. Well, I mean, there's always a chance that you just wouldn't have been featured at all. So there's that. You don't know how the edit's going to come out, really, but it's, yeah. Mike's a big celebrity in the BattleBots world. I genuinely <laughs> think they're putting him on screen on purpose. They might. You know what's I've possible... become so tuned into it that there was a point where it was just the left side of your face and I still spotted it. <laughs> it's possible that they've actually seen or heard one of these uh, these podcast episodes. Because I know that uh, Greg watches some of the fan-made content for the show. Um, so it's possible that they've seen comments saying you need to get Mike in as much as possible. And he's like, hey, editing guys, squeeze him in a few more times just to fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, there's every chance. I mean... You know, if, if anything, just to build up hype or anything, I don't know. But that's, uh, no, you know, I'm, I'm happy that that one got out of the way fairly quickly. You know, that, that was what I was kind of nervous about getting because there's no guarantee, but I'm glad it's sorted. Um, I'm going to move on to my next one that I think I've got, which is Gemini Ouch. Uh, in the uh, Science Channel Rumble for the first episode, uh, Gemini did hit each other. So did they? they, I think they did once. It wasn't like a big hit, but they, they definitely. Uh, hit each other uh, disc to armor so I'm going to claim that one <laughs> I thought they avoided each other really well although they... that's only by their standards which still doesn't mean completely I think, they, I think they did avoid each other relatively well compared to their as you say their normal standard but I, I think they did hit each other once maybe twice question is was there damage oh, oh that's a good distinction I've just noticed the uh, description so the description is uh one Gemini robot damages the other damages the other via friendly fire. Um, yeah. Once again, clear, getting in with the details. Yeah, that's a that's a grey area. 
yeah, just to be sort of nice and clear for people that are coming across this for the first time, the bingo cards obviously have to be quite concise. Yeah. So there are bigger clarifications of the rules that we yeah. sort of agreed on when we went through. Yeah. I've, I've still kind of shortened those down. So it might be that I've unintentionally sort of changed the spirit of one. So if it looks like I've given an unfair definition on anything, please feel free to sort of shout that at me and we'll take a look back and check that I haven't just made things harder for everyone else because I'm a dirty cheat. <laughs> it's a des- desperate to win these underhand tactics. Um, what do you, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll say no for now. I'll say no for now considering, you know, I don't think it was like full on panels being ripped off sort of damage you know not obvious that's for sure but um it's a difficult is that one. one is that another one we have to go to the comment section for oh i'll tell you what we'll throw it to the comments if you know if they if they say no then I'll, i'm fine with that. If, if there's if there's an overwhelming majority i'll say sure why not if nothing else i think we'll definitely question mark it for you okay. as a kind of if we get to the end of the season and we haven't seen anything more, you can have the point then. Oh, lovely. As a minimum. As I'll, a minimum. I'll take that. I'll take that. If we decide you can have it now, then even better. A retroactive point, maybe. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, because that's how bingo works. Yep. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> um, Mike. Sam. Let's come to you and your card. Uh, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a few points. Every single one of my points came in episode one, and I've gotten nothing since then. Well, talk, talk us through it. Talk us through it. Um, so, the, the the first one, the most obvious one, is OMG, it's Razor. Mm-hmm. Um, where I said a crusher can't or won't let go. And the interesting thing about this one is I completely forgot that Quantum existed when I made this prediction. Because <laughs> I was like... Yeah, there's some crushers, and I do remember seeing Petunia do a, a vaguely razor-like thing during one of the fights. So, um, yeah, sure, I'll make this one. I completely forgot that people had told me that Quantum got stuck twice. I had exactly the same problem with this. I had a little bit of prior knowledge. Yeah, I, I, I'd heard some stories that there was, there was a fight stoppage involving Quantum, but I didn't know, like, the degree of it, but obviously it was revealed all in due course. Um, I think that's a fairly obvious point. <laughs> yep, I got that one. I got seeing the light by default. Um, <laughs> You've actually got that point you. twice. You've got that point twice now. <laughs> thank you, Spinner Proof Sam. Yep. He's... I'm so annoyed at Sam for this one. <laughs> for, for context, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the description of the uh, seeing the light uh, tile is Soulblaze or Scorpios see the error of their ways and use the saw rather than the uh, new kinetic energy spinner. And Sawblaze, so far this season, up to this point of recording, has only used the Sawblaze. <laughs> so what happened with this one is that I'd already watched the first half of the first episode that got sort of pre-released. Yep. And Sam hadn't. And I didn't want to spoil him or anyone else during the discussions. Yeah. So when he said this... I tried really hard to make him make this harder, and he would not be persuaded. So I was there saying, oh, so maybe they have to use it in, like, half their fights? He's like, no, just once will do, which I'd already seen happen. 
So just sitting there, giving away points. <laughs> and the worst thing is, it wasn't the only one that came up on this card that way. I know, there's, there's another one there a bit later on. Or was it, oh, no, was, was it, or was it the, um, the Crusher one? Uh, no, the lights that were oh, that, that well. I'd already seen. Yes, yes. Um, talk us to that one then, Mike. Uh, yeah, this one came from you, actually. Light slammer action. A light is broken by a robot. Um, I think it was said by uh, a robot or a chunk of robot being sent into the lights. And uh, that was, I th- believe that was Endgame and Death Roll. Yes. Um, where, and this this is one of the things that impresses me the most about Endgame, is when Endgame rips pieces of robot off, you don't see them. It's just there for one frame of video, and it's gone for the next. And that was exactly what happened. It hit death roll and just lights started coming down. It was so quick as well. It was just it like the, the way that thing spins is just scary. But um, and yeah, you just, you just see the glass of the lights just falling to the floor. You're like, ah, damn. And then at least they acknowledged it. Yeah. And like, what I mean, was they really, <laughs> what was really amazing to me was um, how they they kind of created their own new arena hazard because they're like driving through just this pile of glass uh, during the fight. Cause they were both still working after, you know, ripping each other to pieces. So it was kind of like makeshift arena hazard that they made. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, I think that's a fair, another fairly obvious point. I do think you actually have one more on this card. Uh, see, yeah, there's the problem. Um, I believe you're referring to split personality. I am indeed referring to split personality. Yeah, this is one that I made. Um, it says a robot gets split in half. Not huge, because huge was vulnerable to that last season. But I kind of very specifically was saying as close to in half as possible. And uh, Mad Catter only lost one drive pot off the side, which is kind of just a third of the robot. I, I do think... I would count this. I would count it if it wasn't Mike's own prediction. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. There's like, I I was expecting certain things to happen at filming, and I may or may not have seen certain things happen at filming. So that's why I'm like as close to in half as possible because, you know, I don't want like oh ducks bill goes flying. That's twenty percent of ducks weight. You know, does that count? You know, I, did, I didn't want any kind of ambiguity. As close to and a half as possible. Fully vanquished. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just, just one drive pod. Like, if it was Red Devil, I wouldn't have said Red Devil was split in half, you know? Yeah, when uh, we discussed it, I think we specifically yeah, used Red, Red, Red Devil, Devil as an example of yeah. one that wouldn't count. So, as much as I want you to have this, you can't. Yeah, I, I, think, that's, yeah. I think that's fair enough. You know, I, I, I have just checked that it says Red Devil wouldn't have counted, so... I suppose on this occasion it wouldn't it wouldn't count, but um, close but no cigar on yeah, that one. Yeah, an honourable mention. How about that? <laughs> uh, this is when I wonder, like, can I get half points if it happens again or something? <laughs> I mean, it'd be more appropriate if you got a one third point, wouldn't it? Yeah, they, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so for that, you can have one third point. <laughs> All right, so I just need three robots to get split into thirds, and <laughs> and, then, and then you're sorted. And you, you're laughing then. If a whole robot gets removed over the course of a season, that counts. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, and that pretty much brings, brings to the, uh, the end of the points for what's happened so far. Um, 
Can I be really annoying, Sam? Sure you can. You have a square on yours called Toads Everywhere. I do. A Team Toad sticker makes a cameo. Yep. I just want to tell you that it has happened and you haven't noticed it. Really? I've already. I have... just really want you to know that. I, 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 <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it there. I mean, if it's probably, it's. I mean, I know Texas Sister was four, so I'm assuming there's a Team Toad sticker on it somewhere. There was one on an audience member that I spotted, and I took a screenshot of it, and I don't know where I put it. <laughs> and I'm not going back and looking again. That's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Great, thanks for that. <laughs> I'm, I say, I'm fairly sure I've seen one on, on Texas Twister itself, but uh... I mean, it isn't a cameo if it's on there, surely? Yeah, it's a, I'd say that's a cameo. Would you not? What's funny like to me is Robert well, Downey was... Jr. is making a cameo in an Iron Man film. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were going to say. Oh, what's funny to me is I've probably seen a, a Toad sticker about three or four times now. So I, prob- I probably have. I'll Sam probably hasn't just... noticed. It doesn't count. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's in fairness, like I, yeah, for the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of not able to watch the episodes fully in time because I've been busy with being enjoying my life and being on holiday. But like, <laughs> like I'm sure I have seen one, but like it, it's escaping me at the moment. So we'll, I'm sure we'll get to it at some point. Here's the thing, though, Sam. Yeah. Obviously, you're the only person we've spoken to so far in this series, but you are representing a whole podcast. I am. Multiple people that could be doing this work. I know. I know. You just need to divide your labour better. Delegate a bit. I can't do that. They're 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 busy. (laughs) Like we we genuinely struggle to get podcasts recorded. It's terrible. Uh, Uh, Just have all of them looking at. Yeah, I know. I I know. (laughs) It's the worst thing. Okay, um, well, I'm sure we'll get back to Toads Everywhere at some point this season, because let's face it, they're everywhere. They, they, they're like a virus, just like the deer tour fur. Um, I, I want to ask you guys, you know, what, considering, you know, what you've had so far, what do you think your next point scorer will be? So I'm going to come to uh, Ryan first. Ooh, that is a cracking question. The most likely one to be your next point scorer. Just having a look through, none of them are particularly good. I think maybe our best chance is a free shipping out of the arena. Really? Interesting. Because we've got a lot of things that require a very specific matchup, yeah. whereas all that requires is free shipping being against a robot they can push around. Okay. That's probably our best bet. Yeah, that's that's, that's fair enough. I'm looking at your card and I'm leaning towards uh, apologies to Craig Danby or stop it. Yeah, I I, I thought apologies to Craig Danby as well. um, The issue is that for for that, we need to kind of go the whole season with it not working. Which, again, I I still just fundamentally don't think will happen either. I have too much faith, that's the problem. I don't want it to be true. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, Michael, come to you. What, what do you think is your next most likely point scorer? None of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got things like Double Jeopardy scores a KO with its cannon, and um, Bronco and Bite Force don't make the top 16, and there's just so many things that I'm just like, I don't think I'm getting any more points at this point. I mean, we all know the next one that you're going to get is Ellie. Nelly the Ellie Bot wins a fight. <laughs> Absolutely. 
I have genuine faith. In I, I, I think I think it's probably your most likely considering you know they did they didn't perform badly against Rainbow. I mean, the way they lost in a sense was so unlucky in yeah. terms of it being you know a couple of battery connections that got pulled. Yeah. Otherwise, they were taking superficial damage, and Rainbow's bar was down. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe maybe if I'm lucky, that'll combine with that Foxtrot fails to work thing. Hmm. I'll get a I'll get an Ellie one. Yeah, it's that one or split personality if a robot actually gets in half instead of in thirds. But other than that, I don't see any of the rest of these happening. Okay. Okay. Um, Sam, but... what's your best bet? Uh, Apart from toads everywhere, which you're now gonna have to go back for. Oh, that's a that's a that's a gimme, surely. Um, hmm, this is a tough one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be ballsy. I'm gonna say not a wedge. They've I, been so good at that. I know it's 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 been the the bill or. You know the uh, the front armor. It hasn't. It has not been called a wedge so far. I'm, I've been very impressed, but it's bound to happen, surely. It'll be an opponent that does it, if anyone. Yeah, poss- possibly. I think... or, or may. Or I, I. I think the most likely culprit, if there is a segment on it uh, in the pits, I think Jenny could do it as well. <laughs> I think Gabe could do it. <laughs> There's a chance. There's always a chance. I don't know. It's I... gone. Here's a question. Yeah. If they have a specific conversation about whether it's a wedge or not, would that count? Ooh. We'll throw that one to the comments. How about that? <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, I think I'd give you it because that's insinuating that people call it a wedge. Potentially. I, th- I, think, if, I think if someone calls them a, a wedge and then maybe Hal corrects them, I don't know. And he would correct them. Yeah, he would not let that lie. No, he, no, he wouldn't. He, like, he'd, he'd, he'd tell him how it is because he's good like that. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. That is. I, I, I think. Okay, it's either going to be that or, um, or Geminouch. I think is more likely as well. That sounds fair. I, I've also always got slight hope for Trey on wheels. You can, we can believe. If it's does, probably it... going to happen. I saw a tray on his segue quite a few times while I was at filming, so it's just a matter of if they got it on camera and put it in the edit. Sure. Ah, it's, it, it's so it's so difficult. Like, I think is what I found with a lot of these is like you know they're all feasible. It's just ah, improbable, you know, <laughs> or keeping it in the edit. That's the problem. What we're going to have is just a massive rush of points when the top sixteen gets announced. Well, this is it. You know, a lot of a lot of ours are late. Late bloomer, so to speak. So this is this is uh, something want to keep an eye out for throughout the rest of the season. See, I'm not expecting a rush of points for the top sixteen. I'm expecting a rush of honorable mentions that didn't quite pan out when the top sixteen hits. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, I'll say uh, how many have you got? One, two, th- you got two, three, four, five specific matchups as well, which is a problem for you. Yeah. So that's gonna be. Mm. So, I kind of want to bring up a few things that were mentioned in the first uh, podcast episode that we did over on Spinner Proof about the bingo. Sure. Um, kind of because I'm looking at Sam's card and it's mentioned here, um, 
one of the predictions being Yeti wins the Desperado tournament. Um, Ryan, has the Desperado tournament been confirmed enough for you yet? Just. Just enough. I'm finally willing to accept it's going to happen. I'm, I'm sure they, they said that on their Facebook, didn't they? After they said it, that... it had been mentioned a few times like by competitors and by uh, social media pages and such, but they finally started just like blatantly referring to it in interviews in episode four. Yeah. yeah, it's always been alluded to, and now they're talking about it as part of team strategy, which means that teams know it's happening. Yeah. So yeah, Desperado confirmed. Yeah, absolutely. We did it, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, what's the other thing that I have d- written down here? Oh yeah, who got their bingo card tattooed? <laughs> I didn't get it tattooed. Oh, did you get some other procedure done then? Ah, uh, well... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to. Maybe I say. I tell you what. If I win, you'll find out. How about that? <laughs> Has anyone at least printed theirs out? No. <laughs> not yet. I did not, but only because my printer hates me with a passion. I can't be bothered to buy ink. I don't own a printer. Oh, there we go then. I feel less bad now. Well, we're doing great it on is that. Your desktop front. background, you know. Commit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe late season when when it's getting quite close to the end. Maybe maybe that's when we'll have to uh, start feverishly checking everything. I don't know. It's it's still early days yet. You know, we're only about a quarter of the way through the season, so we've got a long, long way to go. Um, speaking about only a quarter of the way through the season, I wanted to uh, bring up one final thing that you guys mentioned. Um, Ryan, I believe, said new Endgame looks really good this season, and Sam said it's the right shape and it's the right design now. Now, how are you guys feeling after it's gone 0-2? <laughs> now, look, I say lots of things. Very few of them make sense. I I hadn't realised just how bad Endgame's record was. I mean, it's now, what, six straight defeats on the bounce? Something like that, yeah. That's crazy. And it usually performs well in those defeats. That's the problem. The Sawblaze fight you look at as quite a weak one. But other than that, they always do something. They always score a big hit or two. So they're in yeah, that really I mean, hard-to-judge place. And they tend their, to lose uh, to good machines. Even their fight with Death Roll was just an amazing performance the whole way. Oh, yeah. That wasn't endgame sucking. That was Death Roll being excellent. So it's just th- they're six straight defeats now. And it's not the kind of robot you would expect that from. I think... With Endgame, the um, the problem that they they have is they because they started so well they got given really high end opposition quite early on. So you look at, so you had their first two fights where they you know they beat Shredderator and uh, Lockjaw wasn't it the first two. Mm-hmm. Since then they fought um, Bite Force, uh, sort of Waiachi. The rumble with Warhawk and Brutus, which I think they were unlucky to lose. They just got, they just couldn't spin their disc up, and lost a Sawblaze, another great machine. And this season they fought Deathroll, dominated the fight, and got hit once and died. Normally you'd expect getting hit that often, you know, a robot like Deathroll would, you know, conk out itself, but it just kept going. Um, And Ribot's, Ribot's the the only one where I thought, okay, this is this was a poor performance from Endgame. 
So I think they've been unlucky, very, very unlucky to to have lost the way they have when the opponents that they face have been quite high end. But starting to get to a point now where I'm thinking, okay, is it bad luck or is it just poor performance? Now I'm really wary right their... now. Sorry, go on, Mike. Now that you mentioned all of their opponents, they have faced a lot of vertical spinners. They have. I mean, Bite Force, Warhawk, Brutus, um, Death Roll, uh, Ribot. Practically all of their losses have been to other vertical spinners. Yep. And yep. the other was against the best wedge. Yeah. And the, and the other other was against the biggest horizontal spinner there is. <laughs> hmm. So, there's no disgrace. I, I... Endgame's an interesting one. Is Endgame the new Sub-Zero? where they just get fed to the biggest spinners and, and can't catch a break. Maybe. Who knows? I, I, I still think there's, there's a potential in Endgame this season. I, th I, think, I think there's a long way to go for them. Again, Desperado's an option for them, yeah, but that yeah. looks like it's going to be pretty stacked anyway. Yeah, there's, there's bombshell sniffing around as well, isn't there? I mean, I, I wouldn't say that makes it stacked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bombshell's good, it's just not as good as some others. <laughs> Bombshell's one of those robots that's like 98% of the way there, and it's that 2% that really shows every time. Yeah. In fact, Bombshell is a perfect demonstration of just how strong the field is. Yeah, they they've, they lost... I mean, they, they, they beat Tombstone. There's, like, you don't beat Tombstone by accident. You know, it's... Bombshell is frustrating. I, I, I'm, I'm actually feeling quite confident about that heavy shelling tile on my card. Mm. The uh, scoring a cheesy win, because like, I've got a feeling something's coming. <laughs> and let's face it, at this point, any win I think we're going to define is oh, cheesy anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> Just Bombshell wins a fight. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Ryan, I, I think you were going to say something about Endgame, possibly, or was it... Uh, I don't remember what it was. Oh, it good. was something inane and pointless. Nice. Nice. Best place to be. My speciality. <laughs> oh, dear me. Right. Any further points to add to our first update of the bingo cards then, Japs? Not at all. That's been very thorough. Yeah, I think I covered everything I wanted to talk about or didn't want to talk about. <laughs> so, currently then... I believe that makes Spinner Proof in the lead. Well, obviously. <laughs> um, yes, it's been fixed from the start. With uh, four points so far. Um, not a bad start, I think you have to say. Four points for four episodes. So, you you know, at this rate, you will complete the whole bingo card, but I think it's going to become a lot harder as the season goes on. Um, for me, that leaves one... Two. Nice. Poten potentially. Two and, a, two and a question mark. Two, two and a question mark, potentially. Uh, obviously, I've got to go back and find that damn Team Toad sticker. Uh, so, potentially three soon, sooner rather than later. And, Mike, you're on one, two... I believe I'm on three. Yes, you're on three. You're on... Um, you've got Omega Razor, Seeing the Light, and Lights Slammer action. So, yeah. So, you're, you're on three as well. So, uh, currently, Spinner Proof leads, and me and Mike kind of similar kind of area now that we've obviously you know we got during our first uh part of this on on spinner proof we predicted how many points we'd get to the end of the season 
Has that now changed? I don't remember yeah. what I predicted. Uh, I predicted, I think, like six or seven or something like that. And now that I've actually looked at my card, um, I'm pretty confident I'm getting no more than three. Jack, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the end. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole rest of this this bingo game and all these other podcasts that we're going to be making is just going to be me nodding my head and saying, uh-huh. It's just, yeah, just, just twiddling your thumbs the whole time saying, yeah, I, uh, I, I picked nothing uh, up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, I, I, you, you got that point too. Yep, <laughs> that's going to be my whole rest of this game. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I'm actually feeling a bit more confident. I think I predicted three, and then whatever happens from there, I'll take. And given that I've got two, two the question mark, and a third probably on the way with toads everywhere. I think up to five. I think is realistic now. You, know, you th- guys are really lowballing yourselves. I, I, th- I think I've got... You know, well, well I, I, you're the one with the easy card. Yeah, you know, you, you've got all your own picks. It's great. <laughs> I'm seeing a good eight or nine on ours that I think we could do. Eight or nine? God damn. You're just going to fill in half the card. I mean, I have the power to so just tick them all anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not this part. I'm editing this part. You've got no chance. <laughs> Dear me. So I guess... With that said, you know, we've come to the end of this part, so does that mean the uh, next update's on on Mike's podcast? Yeah, I believe that's how it's going to end up going. We'll have to uh, dig up all the rest of the guys and see if uh, it's just going to be me or there's going to be other people representing uh, Roasting Robots. Yeah. I think we should see how many voices we can get into one podcast. Just make it a complete and utter mess. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is, Sam, as in Spinnerproof Sam, would have an aneurysm if we did that. <laughs> the most we've ever ever had on Robocast, I think, was five, and that like that was just carnage. Like, like any more than four is it starts to get difficult. Any more than five is just no. We struggle yeah. enough with two. Uh, it's organization is the worst with with more than say three people. But um, chaps, thank you very much for joining me. It's been Great to go through this again, and uh, I'm looking forward to maybe not taking any more off for the rest of the season. <laughs> yes, I'm quite looking forward to seeing Spinner Proof win their own game that they set up. Oh, uh, yeah, it's rigged. Rigged! It's okay. We'll do a Bogglebots one that we don't play. How does that sound? That sounds good to me. Excellent. Well, Sam, thanks so much for having us. Uh, no, it's been no, fantastic fun. Not yeah, much it's been a pleasure being here. No problem at all. And uh, don't forget to go and uh, check out these two guys. They both make uh, fantastic content, and uh, I'm sure you'll sure you'll love it out there. But um, that said, I've been Sam Elliott sixty four. I've been Mister Psycho too, I guess, representing Roasting Robots. I've been Ryan from Spinnerproof, and uh, I'll see you um, at some point this weekend for the fifth episode review of Battlebots. Oh boy, we'll see you then. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, that, that was way worse than Sam's one. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>